everyone. Welcome to Get Them Onside. And don't be sad. Two out of three ain't bad. Once again, we can't get the great <laughs> man in studio, so it's just myself and Sean the Trader. Hello, Sean o. Where is he? We I'll tell you where back. he is. I'll tell you where he is. So it is the week where Prince Harry is at home writing his memoirs. memoirs. Lisa Wilkinson. Yeah. Memoirs. And the great man. Yes. From Shaganane. <laughs> writing his memoirs. Possibly about the bed of the year, Dan. Congratulations. How are you, Dan? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, yes. Uh, although although <clears throat> it would be dishonest of me not to acknowledge that at about yes. Friday at 4 o'clock I was very angry Correct. when I saw that Mitchell Moses was out and all of a sudden better the year wasn't uh, so much of the year. But um, Will there be a chapter in the out? memoir about the, the WhatsApp message that might have had the word rescind in it? <laughs> but the, the, the general public, our, our audience... <laughs> didn't see that message, so it doesn't count. No. Uh, I couldn't believe. I still can't believe how bad the Titans are against good opposition. Either. Terrible. That was a chance for them, and uh, they were pathetic to be down. What twenty nil at half time? A uh, little bit blessed, though. Wow. I, I I thought like the the proc was it Proctor that got binned for that yeah. um, dangerous, which which. I'm okay with, but we've never seen those get bin in the past. There, no. we've got another. Yeah, sure. um, We've got another but interpretation again, change again. on the fly. <clears throat> um, but the game was in the the game was well on the balance then, and I thought that that just sort of took sure. the took the head out of it. But you, you but take, you take but, but Sean, they can't score points against good teams. That, that was that was the reason. It was more about the the Titans' offense and than de- offense. God, becoming America, <laughs> uh, offense and defense. Um, but are we all excited about? I know, I know, um, you're going to introduce this shortly, Joel. But are we all excited about Tokyo? Because I've got to say, in the last sort of 24, 48 hours, I've actually started to read some stuff about it, and actually, I'm actually looking forward to it. I'll end up watching 30, 40 hours when I was planning to watch none. Is there one niche weird sport that you're more excited about than than anything else? I will watch every minute of the Boomers because I did that for Rio. And I think they're a certainly to win a medal. A certainly to win a medal. We'll get the best bet shortly. Not not a gold. Not I. I, I don't think I've beat America in 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 a match that matters. But the competition around them's a bit weak. But I'll end up watching a lot of that. In terms of the niche, um, I see we're projected gold in BMX. <laughs> I, I can't see myself watching BMX. I like the simple sports. Archery. Yeah. Is a sport. But I don't think we've got any contenders there. Um, so. Um, the, pi- the pistol I, shooting I, I find um, strangely yeah. uh, enjoyable to watch as well. There's something weird about watching them because the they pistol get, shooting. The, the not the clay pigeons. No, not the no. clay. When they they use it, it's not really a gun. It's like yeah. this wooden sort of <laughs> thing because yeah. um, they they stop their heartbeat and it's yeah. all very it's all very technical. All very technical. Now yeah. we will get to the Olympics very shortly, Dan. Uh, however. If you know, you know. Mm. Uh, a great punting scholar once said that once upon a time. It's a fa- famous <laughs> phrase these days. If you know, you know. And you knew on the weekend. You knew Parramatta were the better of the year. And you also thought there was a better of the year in the Gulf. Uh, what did you come up with? Uh, no. Well, I said on this podcast, Jordan Spieth to win. So I'm sorry we got so close mm. um, uh, for those that may have taken that. But I also had... Uh, Colin Morikawa in Quinella. Sean knows I'm obsessed with the Quinella bet in golf because mm. of a fl- you, you flummet. It's 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 a big win. It's a big win. Uh, I didn't have much on it, and um, but I I, I I don't want to talk about the victory. But what I'd want to talk about, yes, you do. Is it, I think <laughs> no 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 no. It was the most torturous five hours, and I realised I think golf, major golf 
is the most arduous sport to bet on in a for you know, for for a big result. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a horse race is over in two minutes. Um, a test match is over in five days, but you get you get a sense of where a test match is going. Yeah, in the British Open. It could be over in one shot. So my position, I was in the win- winning position for about an hour and a half, two hours. My God, I've never been more nervous watching sport with money riding on it because at any time, Jordan Spieth can put one mm. on 14 out of bounds or any. it only takes one bad shot and that bet is ruined. I was going to so say... I'm putting it to you that that golf is, is the most arduous, punishing sport to bet on. Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. The, the two majors that... Obviously, it can turn on a on a dime. Is the British Open? Is you get in that bloody hay yeah. and you're gone. And also, and the Masters as well. We know how hard, as a general rule, yeah. um, Augusta is. I, I I was on Justin Rose the year that Sergio broke through, oh. and Rose Rose yes. was. I think you could get a dollar twenty five or a dollar thirty or something on the on the thirteenth hole. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he shits the you know what. Uh, talk about bad beats. If you're on the Cowboys boys at the plus, wasn't that a bad beat? But they were home. Yeah, they were almost. They, I always honestly thought they were going to win the game. Very, very flattering result for the for the Roosters that one. And yeah. I, I was actually in a in a WhatsApp thread watching that game, um, and it was borderline. Uh, not sad. Sad's too strong. But uh, Josh Morris almost looked like. I know it's yeah. only one performance, but the, the speed of the game. Might just have oh, caught up in a few, and he's dropped this week. Um, hopefully, yeah. we, we we see him back. But um, your boy, I don't. Oh, that's the combination now for the Billy for Smith. the Bruce, Billy Smith I'm and, and Joey Marno. That's the combo. It's gonna. It's hard to see how Jamal's yeah. breaks back into that team. Oh yeah. What about the Savage? Yeah. Savage was good. Wasn't it he? was. A, we, we spoke about it briefly off air, but it was a cracking weekend of footy. It's copped a lot of shit this year yeah. with with a lot of the blowout results, but um, I thought all in all it was a cracking weekend. Dan, you mentioned offence. Now, it's a bit of a season coming up now. August 1 is the, the cut-off date for the transfers, oh, but all of a sudden we're hearing about the yeah. MILF. We're hearing about Pangai possibly going to Penrith, which has been scuppered, but now maybe it's back on the table. What are you making of all this? What I don't like is I almost feel like if you're going to loan a player at this time of year, it's almost got to be a rule they're signed next year. I, I don't like the idea of a team not being able to make the finals and all of a sudden you go and pinch their best player to go and have a tilt at the end of the season, which I could easily see happening. What do you make of the transfer time? I, why was it moved to August? I mean, I, this was probably some deal done with the Players Association uh, to, uh, regarding the pay cuts last year I, because it also happened around the same time. So maybe they were okay with pay cuts, but let us go to August 1. But it's ridiculous to think that the MILF could be a premiership player with Penrith. Wasn't that mooted that he could go to Penrith? Yeah. Uh, I know Pangai was one. I mean, or Parramatta. Parramatta. Um, uh, or Pangai was at Penrith. Well, what's our game coming to? I mean, this this pinch hitting. I mean, yes, someone like a Brett Finch was a great story, but he was sacked by Parramatta. So it was a great story of redemption. This, you know, we'll help you out here. We're out of contention so you can have our player for six weeks is absurd and it has to be stopped by the NRL. It can't be stopped this year. Um, and, and teams are, or, or clubs are well awake to it because they're leaving their squads one short just in case. Yep. Mm. So you've got, to, you've got to announce your 30th by 
August 1, your 30th player, well, all they're going to simply do, if they don't have Milford Pangai type, they'll just bring up one of their young kids and just give them a bonus, an upgrade. Well done, son. You're part of the main squad for the rest of the season. Um, but uh, is this what our game is? I, I mean, what... June 30 was bad enough. Mm. And, and, and all of a sudden, no, the absurdity of June 30, uh, in fact, wasn't absurd enough. Let's go to August 1. So um, oh, I'm glad it's happening this year, though. I'm glad. Uh, let's expose it for what it is now so the NRL has to take action. Tell you what a tricky thing is when you think about you've got a squad of 30, and that's what it is. You've got 41 people in the greater squad, including the coaching staff, etc., cetera, then the 30 players. Those players, sort of 20 to 30, they're not getting any games at the moment. So you're now yeah. running a risk where do you have to put some yeah. players in to give them some game time? Because mm-hmm. if you need them in a month or two's time, they wouldn't have played for yeah, so long. So you're starting to see some young players just starting to get a game, which I suppose, Sean, you've got to do. Mm. Why, what is the reason for the, for the pushback this year? Was it, is it just a, a once-off for, for COVID last year because the season was pushed back or something? Yeah, I, I think or, also too. So most contracts start, I think, November 1 uh, or October 1 it might have been, and now they've been pushed back. So the whole, right. the whole thing's been pushed back yeah, okay. for all intents and purposes. Anyway, uh, some big guns coming back You can bet your backside the Players Association will want this to stay at August 1 because yes. it benefits them, mm. it benefits players, more freedom. Um, so it, I don't. I'm not sure it was as temporary as you're saying, but uh, you can bet the players don't want it to be temporary. So that's going to be a fight down the track. Absolutely, uh, big guns coming back. You got Turbo coming back for Manly. He was rested. Now I was watching the game on Friday night, and there was talk that Daly Cherry Evans was going to play. And all of a sudden, the six o'clock game, Parramatta are spanking the Gold Coast. And Des is quite clever. For me, it felt like he was going, okay. Well, Parramatta are winning this comfortably. Uh, top four might be a bridge too far. I think I'm going to mm. sit out Daily Cherry Evans because it looks now as though we, as in Manly, have got to go win four in a row at the end of the day, which they can do. He just wants them all healthy. Did you guys read it at all that way? I, I don't know about no, that, that real late call, but you, you said on Friday that you thought, like early, early doors Friday, that's probably what he was thinking. And, and, and Des has shown he thinks that way yeah. in some of the stuff he's done in the past. So it makes perfect sense for me. I think it's a really smart play. Have you seen Parramatta's draw, though? It is yeah. frightening. Canberra, I think, can beat them this week, but but let's give them that. Um, and then uh, the Roosters, well, the Roosters aren't what they were, but you never know. Then South, and they've had real problems with South. Uh, they've got uh, Manly. Uh, well, I'm looking here at Brookie, another, you know, <laughs> rugby league tragedy that that's not going to happen. Um They've got Penrith at some stage, haven't they? Or have I got that yeah. wrong? But um, they've yeah, and they've got uh, they've got Melbourne, haven't mm. they? Yeah. So there's every chance Parramatta can lose enough games for Manly. Manly's problem is for and against because of those touch-ups they copped early in the year. But I'm not. I don't think top four is as out of the realm as it looks. I think I, I don't think they'll get there. Mm. Uh, and and and. Uh, but with no Moses this week, mm. I'll tell you what, if Canberra, if Canberra calls an upset, and I think they're a chance to do it, that, that opens the door. And I, I can't wait to watch it all, that all unfold for Parramatta and their run home. I think we're going to learn a great deal about them and where they really are. Because I know their ladder position, the wins and loss column, looks fantastic at the moment. But is it the real deal? I'm What's not so behind sure. them? Like, have, we, have they had many scalps behind them? No. 
Not that I can. They well, they beat they beat Melbourne real early on the be, on the bell. Sevo scored the try, yeah, but there was there was players out, and that yeah. was pretty sure there was. It's it's fallen their way so far. If they cop Melbourne, yeah, the, the 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 danger is I think it's quite late that one. There's a chance that the Storm are resting yeah. players and that sort of stuff. I'd love to see them get lapped ah. by. <laughs> Storm. Now, well, you got to, You've got to. Uh, you got to take into account this for Cronulla as well for your top eight betting. Cronulla plays Melbourne in the last round, so I think Cronulla. I think Cronulla will make it. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a great. That's a great call, actually. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, have, have a look like, at. Have a look at. Have a look at who uh, gets Melbourne, who gets Penrith. Yeah. Um, y- and you've sort of got to figure out South probably by then will be locked into third. So you just got to take all those into account. I'll tell you what you do. Uh, after the Knights lose this week, back them for the top eight. They have got a dream run home. Uh, Pierce comes into the side. They'll make a rally. They'll be there. Um, I thought the Sharks a couple of weeks ago, they've now in the last three weeks lost to the Broncos and the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, wobbled by the Warriors. So I'm not as uh, mm. interested as you are, Dan. In fact, I had them for top eight. I've cashed out for them. Um, not sure about that. Mitch Moses, by the way, uh, it's been confirmed. He played with a fracture in his back uh, in State of yeah. Origin 3. But, boys, uh, it's time to do this. Let's get your little Bambi pellets and your Bambi gun and go. <laughs> do you want to start, Sean? Yeah, I'll kick us off. Um, now, a lot's been... Uh, spoken about the last couple of days about the Tigers West Tigers documentary the behind the scenes yeah. sort of expose what's it called Tales of uh, Tales of Tiger Town or something yeah. have you watched it well, I have actually last night Wild West um, and it's great I love that I'm I'm sick for that behind the scenes mm. sort of stuff because you know as a as a punter you don't you don't get to see that you would have you know all about it obviously been an ex player but it's good for the rank and file to get to see that um, but w- one thing that did catch my eye was the the CEO of the West Tigers just oh, yes. uh, Pasco <laughs> makes makes an appearance on this ding, ding, quite, ding. and he's quite, quite a um, he's very frequent in mm. front of camera but he he's dressed now I don't know if he's trying to go for the the Steve Jobs sort of man of the people type CEO he had a black t-shirt on you know Jobsy mm. used to wear the black t-shirt yeah, blue yeah. jeans man Jobsy. of the people you mean Jobsy, Jobsy yeah but he was CEO of the world's biggest company, mm. very successful company. <laughs> We've now got Justin Pascoe, who's the CEO of West Tigers, who are perennial bridesmaids for the you know the last however long. And he, he sat there in a t-shirt. God knows where he was, but he had the tattoos down the arms, um, you know, appearing. Not that I've got some rank tattoos, as Brian <laughs> Fletcher calls them. Don't get me wrong. But when you're the CEO and you're trying to you know establish your team is being professional and whatnot. It starts at the top. Put a suit on, Justin. You sit there with your long hair with a slick back. Nothing wrong with a slick back. What about the moose in your hair as you say that? But come on. Like, yeah. it, it start, put a suit on. Yeah. Not even a tie. Just put a jacket and shirt on for me. Pretend like you're a CEO for five minutes. You look like an absolute pelican, Justin. Wow. I, as soon as I saw it, I thought, it doesn't matter what comes out of this guy's mouth, he looks like a fool. Yes. That's, but that's, uh, is that on us or is that on him? Now, he sh- I think he should dress better as well, but really doesn't matter what he dresses in the grand, how he dresses in the grand scheme of things. I would want my CEO a little more presentable, but in the end, it, it is just window dressing. Uh, but I thought the same. I thought, especially if there's cameras around, if there's cameras around, you have to, you have to present yeah. a, a more, 
um, respectful front. They, they, haven't, they, haven't oh, caught him, they haven't caught him off guard, you know, just leaving the house on a no, Sunday right. morning. I, I don't think it's the shirt and that you're upset with. I, I think it's the exposure of the tattoos. That, that's, that's what we're not used to in any sort of industry. Is yeah, seeing the hair the CEO, well doesn't help. Yeah, the hair and the CEO having exposed tats. That that's for me, is yeah. the thing you're not used to seeing. Maybe. But, you know, when your club hasn't been going that good and... There's there's been chat around you know the 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 back room not having it shit together uh, for the last however long. Well, is it hard to? It's not hard to wonder why when he's getting around like that, just looking like a bit of a slob. Yeah, well, I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing about it. He did say in the doco that he doesn't get that excited when things are really good, and he doesn't get too upset when they're bad. Well, you're at the right club, Justin, because uh, it has been a, a long, long struggle for the West Tigers. Anyway, Dan, Dan, what, before we move yeah. on, before we move on. Because uh, my Bambi is not not to do with the, the doco. Do we think more or less of Maguire after watching the first episode? So this is the other thing that that shocked me. I went on um, social media just to get a feel for what the reaction was, and and the the, the sort of loving about Madge it helps him. took me by oh absolutely it helps him. But yeah. I, I haven't seen anything in the documentary yet to say he's a coaching wizard. Of yeah. course he's going to yeah this stick is up thing, for his this players and. I- Give them a rev up pregame. What do people think they were going to see? They've come out acting like we've we've uncovered Craig Bellamy behind the scenes. You know, my number one observation out of seeing that doco, that first one, is it's very very hard to get the message. Um, for example, when the Dragons won the comp in 2010 and, and, and Sharks in 2016, the assistant coach, Stephen Price, was the man running the messages on. So it was directly coming from the coach yeah. to him, bang, and then you're making a big yeah. statement. I mean, everyone loves Ronnie Palmer, right? Andrew Gray is the, the medico type, I suppose, physio. Why is Ronnie Palmer running the messages out? To, <laughs> I mean, Ronnie's this been in the game a, a long, long time. No, but why haven't we got somebody who's... You know, very much close to Madge as far as the the tactics are concerned and getting it out to the players and Jim. I, I don't think it's for Ronnie Palmer, just mm. quietly. What, what do you guys think? There was a there was a moment there where I think it was to do with um, was it Tom McKayley? So he was coming on late in the game, might have been against Parramatta, and the message was tell Tom don't worry about the score, play the game that we talked about during the week. You know, do this in defence, do this in attack, and then make sure he knows, make sure he knows. And then the message from Ron Palmer was, go well, son, go well, son. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. And, and <laughs> there was a bit of Chinese whispers around. I was fascinated by the lack of tactics from Maguire. So I, um, there was one moment in a halftime break where he talked about we have to push forward a couple of steps because what that means is the Parramatta – don't get a roll on because right now they're getting a roll on and then they're sh- once we do meet them, then they're shifting it out there. I thought that's interesting tactics, so I, I, that that part. But that was about the only tactical bit we saw and I mm. wondered, is that the match style or has there been an agreement, and I haven't asked anyone at Fox, ah, yes. has there been an agreement that um, you will will let you in, but you cannot give away tactics, yeah. and and that might have been, and that might have been the deal, and that would be fair. I, I would accept that because I think we're getting a closer look than we've ever got before. So if that's all we're missing out on, I'm okay with that. But I think we need to know because I'm going in. I'm now with the impression: oh, is it is it just rah rah stuff, or is it is it? <laughs> Uh, are we getting stuff? Is stuff being left out? That's think, a great point. Think, think they might be slightly um, overestimated themselves if they're worried about giving away too many tactics. 
I'd just take a step back there. Mate, it's um, the most paranoid game in, in the universe. Yeah, it's true. One one thing, and it's done the rounds on, on Twitter till, um, till the cows come home, but it's very, very funny. The elite training facility... Um, signage on on the demountable uh, <laughs> building. That's fantastic. That was good. That was good. I tell you, my only issue with the doco. Sorry, why was there? And it's a for, for not. And I know it's my employer, so I've got to pump them up. I don't have to. I just didn't understand why did you have some swearing, and then you beat yeah. some. No, I think well, I think that's to do with go. the rating. I think you can only have so many swear words. In a given Is amount that of time, right now? oh really? Yeah, sense. yeah, okay. I was thinking the same but thing, but all... apparently that's the thing to classify as a rating. Most Zimbos daughter knows a few uh, colourful <laughs> words. <laughs> she copped the barrage sitting I, on, I, on Dad's knee there. By the I way, didn't, no accreditation. To... By the way, anyway, that's another, <laughs> there's a real band before you. Um, uh, who? Hang on, who are you bagging there? No, I was just saying, like, if you wanted to be real pedantic uh, these days with accreditation, no one can get in, can they? Nah, and I uh, I hope that's the last we see of the fans in a doco. That, that was nice. It was a nice flavour. But yeah. let's uh, oh, there's more, a baby. More, more Madge. Um, but um, I thought the smartest thing they did was, because I bet we all thought the same thing, load all the swearing in the first minute. Because when we saw that first minute and all the swearing, we thought, all right, here we go. And the ratings are huge, so they, they must know what they're doing in television land because uh, they sucked me. I was going to watch it anyway, but I was sucked in for sure once they got the first minute in. Uh, you know what, though? They, they uh, suddenly until I die, they say that that completely distracted the players. Like, it's a wonderful thing. Like, it's mm. great exposure. But does it come with a risk? Uh, who knows? Um, but that then again, it should uh, work the other way. Uh, but then again, Man City. There's one for Man City, all or nothing. They went on and broke all sorts of yeah, records. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's a cop out for some until I die. Uh, Dan, have you got a Bambi? I've got a reverse Bambi. Mm. Okay. Uh, actually, no. This sorry, yeah, this firstly <laughs> the real. No, I got a, I got a, I got a Bambi. A Bambi. The story went around this week, and it happens every time there's a bit of financial hardship. Um. And it's a wonderful idea, these uh, restaurant owners with the pay-what-you-can idea. So, you know, we understand it's oh, yeah. a beautiful idea. Big in Newtown. You know what ends up happening to those people? They always go broke because people <laughs> take advantage of them. Yep. They'll get a beautiful spag bowl or something and they'll say, oh, it's only worth five bucks. You know, so I can only afford five bucks. Every time these business hosts, the, uh, a business hosts one of these things, they go down the drain. So that there's my Bambi. Wonderful idea, but everyone's going to take advantage of you. My, the British Open, it's the British Open. I'm so sick of the self-righteousness of the open people that you have to call it the Open because it's the championship of golf. They are, they are so precious about this, particularly from the Americans. Dustin Johnson had to answer questions in his pre-tournament press conference about... Um, why is it that uh, the Europeans now don't call the ma- the US ma- the Masters the US Masters? We all call it the US Masters, but it's the Masters. But yet the Americans don't have the respect or, or, or just the wherewithal to call it the Open and not the British Open. They're obsessed with this. And Colin Morikawa copped it because he, he said, um, I will love the British Open forever. No, it's not the British. It's Listen, just, you know what? You host a tournament, the weather, you know... It, it, <laughs> I profited off you. I'm very happy with the British Open, but it's the British Open. Um, but here's my reverse Bambi. I have no problem with Anastasia Palaszczuk being in Tokyo. And Ooh. it's an easy whack, and I, I do not like this politician. 
I think she is unintelligent, and I think if she didn't have her 18 media assistants propping her up, uh, <laughs> she would not have a clue. But this idea, this idea, this idea that oh the optics, the optics, oh she got the she got the Pfizer when she's over fifty. It's the premier of the state. Mm. I, I'm sick of this idea that the premier or the prime minister has to live the way we live. No, they're above us. Okay, we elected them into a position. We need them to perform at their best. Uh, in those specific roles. So this idea, oh, why is everything about the optics? And here, here, Dan, I'm I, with you. I, I do, I do enjoy that. You know, the IOC, one of the most corrupt organisations of the world, but Anastasia still has to kiss the ring. I still love the <laughs> the, the fact that the IOC basically said it'd be very rude if you didn't turn. Very rude. It'd be about they're the only ones with a legitimate bid. So. She doesn't have to go, but I have no problem with her going because it's one person and uh, and she's been jabbed up. Get on with it. Get on with it. We've got a million things to whack Anastasia and Gladys and Dan Andrews and ScoMo. We've got a million things. I don't care if she's in Tokyo. Dan, I've, well done. I, I'm <laughs> with you. It is so tall poppy Australian, isn't it? Like... Get her over there. Just do what we need to do. Who gives a rats? I'm so with that. Anyway, my Bambi. Oh, here it comes. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm I'm really getting embarrassed by this, by the way. It is okay in the 41 people that you have up there in the hub, and my whack this week is going to the Warriors. I'm going to take you back to 1989, right, where the score is nine points to two at the Sydney Football Stadium. It is the Tigers who are leading the Sharks nine points to two. The Sharkies, with five on the clock, have a penalty right in front oh, no. to take the score to oh, nine no, points to no, four. No, Listen, no, let me have no, my Bambi. No. <laughs> they have a chance to take it nine points to four. They have scored zero tries in 75 minutes, right? But this has been going on for a long, long time, and I'm sick to death of this. We have wrestling coaches. We have uh, uh, f- physicians. We have all these sorts of things, but nobody knows how to do basic maths. On the weekend, right, on the weekend, the Warriors, with four and a half minutes to go, they have a chance to take two, right? Blind Freddy could understand that you're not going to score against the Penrith Panthers three tries in four and a half minutes. Three tries in four and a half minutes. Not only does uh, do they not take it, no one even questions them for it because we are embarrassing ourselves in rugby league that nobody knows basic maths. There are three types of people in this world. Those who are good at maths and those who aren't, right? And that is so rugby league of us to try and score three bloody tries in four and a half minutes. Take the two. Yes, you're still long odds to win the game. But you're at least some bloody chance of winning the game. And the stupidity when it comes to numbers in maths and rugby league happens over and over and over again. And I'm done with it, Dan. I'm done. I must ask a follow-up question. So the margin was 14. No. What was the line on that game? Uh, no, I did, I, I did not have an investment. I had the Warriors half full double. <sighs> oh, six and a half. That's right. I reckon it so jumped a little bit bigger. Doing? I think I think the plus might have just been... I reckon it might have got to right. eight and a half. I shot it half so, time anyway. Yeah. yeah. I can't go with you, Joel. You, on, how can you not go with go, me? Eight to six, yes. Eight to six, yes. Not 14 to 12. Because you've got to score tries. You got to score tries. Dan, at that point, eight to six. Dan, don't then you can yourself. work out a way around it. Dan, Dan, don't <laughs> embarrass yourself. So 
with four and a half minutes left, it's going to take you at least 30 seconds or thereabouts, maybe uh, a minute, and then you've got to get two and three and a half oh, minutes. here we go. The maths... No, no, not here we go. The maths don't add and up, and now you're goals. embarrassing yourself. You've got to convert twice. You've got to kick yeah. two goals. It's remote as, oh, but okay. I'd rather be on a horse to the Melbourne Cup at 500 to one to be on the horse who didn't make the field and can't win it. That's essentially what you're doing, Dan. So now we've got... So just remind me, Dan, we've got buy points. That's... On the yeah. shelf, we're not this allowed is, to speak about that. This, this is this is going on yeah. there as well. Yeah. Although it is more ironic, I will yeah. I will Final say warning. that I, I ninety five percent of the time I do agree with you. Yes, on that one. What's the other one? There's another one. Mm. Buy points um, take the two. We'll take a break and back with more. <laughs> no, this is get him on side. They're sending a message outside, and the field is set to run. Sorry, everyone. It's so it's we're just... still alive in the quaddy. Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group and share in the moment. New from Sportsbet. Uh, some would say uh, buy points. Uh, not taking the two in that scenario is a bit like rock climbing at the Olympics. Let's talk a bit about uh, rock climbing, gentlemen. Uh, not rock climbing, the Olympics. <laughs> Let's talk about the Olympics and some markets. Now, note here, the uh, 12 and a half golds. The Sydney Morning Herald had uh, a target or a forecast yeah. of 16. 12 and a half golds, $1.70. Two oh five, so uh, over twelve and a half a dollar seventy. You see, we've come out and we've stopped uh, projecting how many goals. This is the Australian Olympic Committee. Oh. They generally set a target. Mm. They've scrapped it this year. Apparently, it puts too much pressure on the on the athletes. No. Come on, um, puts pressure on the bookies. They're trying. worried about their own goals. They don't care for yeah, the yeah exactly yeah. Um, Puts pressure on us trying to come up with a number of how many they win. What's the what's the angle yeah, here? Yeah, but, but then but then uh, there's t- uh, Sports Illustrated always come up with the f- the, the sort of definitive predict- pr- prediction list, and then there's another organisation that came out in the Telegraph, might be in this morning's paper, uh, Grace Note, and that's got Australia at 16, which I'm always sceptical of. I always we always seem to get more projected golds, although this time I, I'm a little. I was going to take the under for 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 most golds uh, for 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 twelve and a half golds just because we always market it incorrectly because it's Australia. Um, but the swimming trials are only a month ago. The swimming trials have been three four months ago before Olympics, and it always costs us. Now we've gone down the American path, and we've got I think seven or eight genuine gold medal chances in the pool. And I think given that the trials are only a month ago, our team is in form. I think we, it could be a gold rush. Yeah. A gold rush. <laughs> uh, I don't, now, I don't know about the $8. Uh, eight, eight, $2.10, uh, eight, eight and a half golds is a lot in the pool. But I, I, I just think Kaylee McKeon and Emma McKeon, uh, same sounding name, different surnames, could get six between them. So, um I, it might be a very special... I can't wait for 10 o'clock a.m. swimming in Tokyo. Tokyo is on the same time zone as us, and we're watching swimming at 10 a.m. How good is that? So yeah. we're in for eight and a half golds just in the pool, yeah. 12 and a half overall. Is that is that the the distribution? No, well, that's eight and a half at 2.10 versus $1.70. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still. Um, the boomers have been all the talk. Mm. So uh, a big out there, of course. Uh, Benny Simmons not coming. Liz Cambay is not coming for the women's either. So uh, $6 to win the gold. Everyone's saying Mm. we're going to medal. I'm a little bit nervous about this. $1.50 to medal in the Boomers. Well, it's it's the USA and then take your pick, obviously, as as it always is. But they did – now, I'm no basketball expert, but even I know they beat the USA 
two weeks ago now mm. it might have been, but that was a Mickey Mouse yeah. tournament. They always seem to if if they want to win, then they're going to win. Yeah, it's that sort of scenario. Dollar fifty does seem a little bit short though, because there's these countries that you, that I don't um, in my mind. I'm not they're not basketball countries. Well, straight away I think about this, Sean. That and if it goes this way, which I assume it does, if you meet the US in the semi final, well, I suppose you get the playoff for the bronze, haven't you? So go into the gold, That's then right. it's the playoff for yeah. the bronze. Yeah, so there you go. yeah, yeah. And it, but it's a weird setup. The basketball it's only twelve teams in pools of three, uh, three pools of four. So as long as Australia wins all their group games, they will avoid. Uh, I, I I found it very complicated to go through, but I think they can avoid America until the final. Spain, I think, is the only legitimate threat to Australia for silver uh, and the draw. But Spain's old. The Gasol brothers are pretty old. So uh, Pau Gasol's 41. Ricky Rubio's a gun. But um, uh, I, I, I think the opposition isn't as strong this time. And Paddy Mills is in extraordinary form. Joe Ingalls is confident. We've got – America doesn't have a big man. So it wouldn't absolutely shock me if we knocked off America. I wouldn't bet on it, but – um, back, back us to beat Nigeria at $1.25. Okay. Just get your Olympics off to a flyer. We will flog them. We flogged them the other night. Uh, um, we'll beat them by at least 15. If you know, you know. Uh, the Opals, by the way, they're $1.40 to medal uh, to win the gold, $13 there. So, anyway, uh, let's go into our best Can I just say this? Yes. Come on, you, you, you served it up to me. You put the tea, you put the ball on the tee for Liz Cambage. I'll just say load the, load the gun. He couldn't. You put, no, you, no, you put, no. You dangle that carrot, this. he's going to bite. Yeah. Two things, can't, you can you, you can be have mental issues and be an ordinary person. Both things can be true. Mm. I'll just say that. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. He couldn't have to get a little little subtle one there. No, uh, you kept serving it up, mate. I'll, I'll, I knew I'll you take would. it if you serve we it put up. The, we put the cheese on the trap and you went, bang. Uh, let's go for some best bets then, shall we? For our, We might even multi these up, uh, boys. I'm going to start with this one. Now, I'm hearing this is a gift at about $2.20. It is an Australian gold Elijah Winnington uh, to mm. uh, do as his name suggests and Good win. 400-metre freestyle, $2. I'm understanding that it's put in take out what i do like about the 400 meter jobs uh, you remember the missile uh in the 50 meters and the 100 meters if you stuff the start up yeah, and there's yeah, no room for error right. but class prevails over the 400 you can muck the start up you've got time to get it done so i think that elijah winnington will be doing just as his name suggests and i think he's a put in take out job at the two dollar boys uh and of course i'm a massive doyen when it comes to swimming i can hardly swim the 50 myself anyway shawnee <laughs> uh where would you land yeah now um people wouldn't know this about me but i'm i'd Fancy myself as a bit of a judo expert mm. many years ago. Might have been the uh, the London Games now. I was head of judo at Sportsbet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really took it under my wing and found a few winners. And I was inspired by, I hadn't looked at it for a long time, but I was inspired by Lachlan Lewis on the weekend. His yes. little judo throw yeah. on Cody Walker. So I dived back into it. And the the 90 kilos. Now, now Cam, our producer, he gave me a Wikipedia page for this bloke. Think, I think he thought I was joking about this tip. Yeah. I'm not joking. I thought you were. No, no, this guy. Nikolaj, now his name's an absolute tongue twister. Nikolaj Shiraz de Vili, two-time world champion, yeah. Georgian-born uh, Spaniard, so representing Spain. The Georgians are sick for judo. So you, just, the, you can have your Wikipedia page. You can have your Wikipedia page. I don't need that. Um, two-time world champ. I mentioned him on the radio on your radio show yeah. on Tuesday night. He was three dollars ten. Wow! He's now so the other judo experts have just climbed on board. He's now even money. It's still too big. Just get on and watch Big Nikolaj do his thing. 
There you go. Uh, Dan, where have you landed? Had, had a favourite scow in the judo and, and those sort of karate and those sort of tournaments. Because it's it's a match play situation, so you just got to not lose, right? Uh, that, that's the point. You yeah, essentially, yeah. It's, like, it's, like a, it's just a bracket. Yeah. It's a bracket like, um, like, yeah. a, like a tennis, tennis tournament. Yeah. Or so the favourites usually, I mean, the favourites... Is it a pretty reliable sport for favourites? Yeah, and he's he's he won the world champs. <coughs> there was a world championships earlier in the year that he that he saluted. It's just a it's a, it's a lay down, Nikolai. Uh, just right. on the radio, just by the way, we had the TikTok guy on Dan, and Fletch said to the TikTok guy, he said, <laughs> "All right, mate, um, give us a tip in Narromine. It's in eight minutes." He said, "Oh, yes. how many nuts?" So there's nine nine horses in the race. And he wanted a tip from the TikTok guy. And he said, oh, have an exacta, one from eight. So for those who don't know what an exacta is, you need to select the first two in the exact order. Anyway, you wouldn't believe it. All these text messages come through. <laughs> he's, he's jagged he's the bloody trot. He's jagged the exacta. Wow. Yeah, one from eight. So there you go. Wow. Uh, what are you backing, Dan? We all think he's getting uh, mail, right, with the numbers. Mm. You he's know what? Mail. It probably is. But and, and here's another Bambi. For the people whose worlds are collapsing for this bloke, who gives the rats? Apparently, I know, I'm the same. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, apparently, it's on a it's on a publicly available website anyway. Later that night, but that that no one really no knew no. About. So the thing is, nobody was downloading this app. It's the COVID Safe app, right? And the understanding is that he's getting it off the COVID Safe app, which which right. which they're, they're saying is crap, right? Yeah, okay. But the downloads of the COVID Safe app have gone through the roof on the back oh, of Mr. Oh, TikTok so. guy getting that. Anyway, um, what are you backing, Dan? Well, um, I'm not backing oh, – the boomers will be dominating me um, at $1.50 because I think they have to win a medal. They just have to win a medal. And I just can't – even if they get stuck in a bronze medal game again, I just can't see them losing to – Argentina is not the team they used to be. Slovenia might be something. Um, but um, I, I just can't see us not winning a medal. I, I, I'm looking here at the projections, right? Can we go through these quickly? So this is from the something a company called Grace Note. So BMX, oh, we don't know. No, oh, let's assume that's right. Logan Martin, because I know nothing about BMX. Canoe. Jess Fox, the wonderful Jess Fox. Canoe is a fluky sport. You remember, yeah. not only do you have to be the best on the day, but you have to get the best run. You have to get a bit lucky. So was, two of the very 16... short. She was very short last Olympics. Yeah, I wouldn't I'm touch not, it. I'm not, calling, not, I'm not calling it a choke, but she was supposed to be a tap-in. Um, she went silver or bronze. She got a medal. Yeah, we've got her budgeted for two. Mm. They've budgeted for two this Sur- time, Dan. Surfing, yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm saying. So they're giving her two out of our 16. Sally Fitzgibbon in the women's uh, surfing. How does Sally go in big events? I don't know. Um, has she ever been world champion? I don't think she, I don't think she has, but I'm happy to be corrected on that. Rowing the women's fours. Sailing. We always seem to pinch one in sailing. Uh, they've got, they've got something. Have we ever? Well, uh, Michael Diamond, I suppose, but uh, James but, Willett and Letitia Scanlon, Russell, uh, the other, uh, what was his name? Russell uh, Diamond, the Victorian, that uh, one. No, Michael Diamond, Michael Diamond. and Russell. Um, anyway, mixed team, tra- but swimming. Kaylee McKeon, they've got winning three. Emma McKeon, and I think she'll win two or three. Emma McKeon, they've got winning the 100 freestyle. Ariane Titmus, who's got to take on the great Katie Ledecky in the women's 200. We will win the relay, the 4x100 women. So lock that in. There's something called the mixed 100 freestyle. So now it's it's two and two. We'll win that. 
And you're right, that event will win because the second favourite, the 400 freestyle, is an Aussie. What do you mean, the mix? So, and they've got what, what, is, is there a, what, and a, a male and female? Is that what you mean? What's the I mix? Be- I, be- I believe. I don't know. I believe it has to be mixed 4 by 100 freestyle. Just on that. So it's just not on medley. that. Do, do, is there any reason why sports like archery, shooting, do we need to have male and female classifications? For those type of sports, weightlifting. No, those the physical ones you do, but for well, the for the more um, shooting archery, do we need to have skill skill based? Yeah, skill based. Do we actually not, need to have male not female not classifications? Based. Well, I know we've come a long way in you know equality and everything, but there's something nice about the men's and women's like we've been doing for equestrian. Uh, do you need to years? have probably not? Anyway. Doesn't matter what sex the horse is. Well, equestrian doesn't. <laughs> Equestrian doesn't. Does the equestrian have men's or women's? It oh, certainly has. Oh, no, you know it does because it has mixed teams. And, um, Can anyway, we just leave the Olympics the alone? Like what skateboarding. Oh, skateboarding, yeah. And then no, we've never no, had see, a, we've never had here's a mixed my bambi. swimming race. Surfing. Here's I my mean, bambi. surfing's oh, not an Olympic surfing. sport for me. Here's my bit. Does that hurt you to have surfing there? Uh, and sk- mate, the skateboard kitty has more Twitter followers or Instagram followers than Ash Barty, apparently. Let them market to the kids. Okay, the Olympics are dying. Let them try and win a few kids over on the way through. <laughs> Rightio. So what have you done? You go on the boomers. Don't the watch boom- it. Don't, don't watch the skating. Don't watch the- You'll watch it. You'll watch it. It'll be on a Wednesday afternoon at 1 o'clock. And and Mel will throw to the. Not only will I, come, not come. only will I watch it. I'll be betting on it. He Dan. he opened up the seg- <laughs> He opened his last sermon is this. He opened up the segment with, "I won't be watching the BMX." <laughs> anyway, after this, no, we're I've talking about rugby league. I've watched league. the BMX. That's that's boring. Anyway, that's us. That's us. Uh, forget them on side. Uh, subscribe is the way to do that. Players get stuck in the try July. Uh, thank you very much to Dan, Sean, Alex, Alicia, Pete, Cam, and to all the listeners and the viewers. And we'll catch you next week. But most importantly, Shawnee. Gamble responsible as always. We have to go! We can't get back to the present to fix the past and save the future! All good, mate! It's just... We're still having our ball day! Hey! I'm a Z-Time try-scorer! Yeah, you got that! We just need the overs now! Right up. Don't miss Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment. Bet With Mates, new from Sportsbet.